Everybody, welcome to the next episode of Don't Worry About My Hair. Whoop, 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 with whoop. Megan and Jess, your friends with Fro. You want to do the intro? Okay. So, <laughs> don't worry about my hair. I'm Jess. I wonder if we, do you think we sound alike? I don't think we sound alike. Okay. Don't <laughs> worry about my hair is a platform <laughs> to talk about experiences <laughs> from the perspective of two young adult black women, myself and Megan, on a variety of topics that influence our lives every day, such as health, relationships, wellness, entertainment, and more to create a space that offers relatable conversations while providing some inspiring content to support growth and prosperity. Yes. Yeah. Prosperity, I guess we, we just hope you get prosperous, but honey, we need it. Bring the prosperity on. Bring the prosperity. So today, today, in honor of mother's day, which by this time that this is posted, it have, has passed. But we gonna talk about mamas, mamas, talking about mamas, mamas, you know. No, I love you. I love a good ad lib. You can't tell me nothing. Mama, you're the queen of my heart. Hmm. Your love is a kiss from the actually i should stop because i don't think i got that line right i don't know it that's why i didn't sing it i just know is loving you is like food for my soul which by the way that movie is on hulu right now soul food yes now that's a mama's movie that is a mama's movie indeed honey indeed so we what we're talking about with mamas today we gonna talk about all the mama stuff specifically (laughs) from our experiences yeah. Um, and maybe from people's experiences we know. Um, <laughs> but mamas, as yes. we get older, mamas. See, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll talk a little bit about my mamas. My mom, growing up, she was a teacher. And I mean, now she's retired, but she was a teacher in my town. In my ele- and my town was small, mm. elementary school. And Mrs. Johnson was very well known. Um, in fact, at one of my first, very first college parties <laughs> as a freshman, I went to college three states away mm. from my hometown. Mm. And at one of my first parties, I hear the DJ person on the microphone. Is that Ms. Johnson's daughter? <laughs> not the DJ. <laughs> I kid you not. Ms. Johnson's daughter. Is that Ms. Johnson's daughter? And I was like, oh my God. Yes, I'm Miss Johnson's daughter in Bloomfield, Connecticut, but here in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, I'd like to be Jess. Because wow. I'm starting new. Yes. Wow. So Miss Johnson's reach goes far. Um, <laughs> she was very well known. There are stories of her jacking kids up against the locker um because they were acting up ain't nobody gonna act up i guess in miss johnson's classroom but she Mm -hmm. she was still a beloved teacher still very very much loved um what about your mamas (laughs) 
my mom, uh, for 99% of y'all who know me, actually 100% of y'all who knows me, we refer to her as Maria. So that's <laughs> what I'll refer to her as. Uh, it's like a family thing. You just call your parents by, you don't call them by their first names to them, but you refer to them as their first name, if that makes any sense. Yeah, so, so you wouldn't be like, hey, Maria. No, I'm not going to say, Maria, can you hand me that? And I get two black eyes, okay? <laughs> so uh, Maria uh, raised three of us children. Um, she was a nurse. So my parents split up kind of early and she took the reins on raising us pretty much. And she, uh, yeah, started off as a nurse. And then while I was in elementary school, she got ended up getting her bachelor's degree and then by the time I was in middle school, she completed her master's degree and became a nurse practitioner. So that's what she mm. does now to this day. She claims she's going to retire, but that ain't going to happen. Mm. She is a hustler by trade. Uh, she works harder than anybody I've ever met in my entire life. Um, Where's she from? My mom is from Mississippi, Jackson area, mm. Mississippi, Canton to be specific, more specific. Mm. Um, just a hustler, a country hustler. Country. <laughs> she country, country, but she, I, I feel like one of her better qualities is that she's funny. So most people who run into her, they're always having some sort of wild story. And similar to your mom, everybody knows my mom. Mm-hmm. And so I can't go anywhere without the same commentary of like, oh, you must be, some people call her Prissy. That's her nickname. You must be Prissy's daughter. And I'm like, oh my God, yes. You probably found um, that nickname, Prissy. <laughs> and most recently, I went to my friend's wedding in San Francisco. My mom came too, but we live in different states, so we travel separately, obviously. Uh, but we're at the same hotel. I booked the hotel, so I was trying to get there before my mom. That way, there'd be no confusion. Uh-oh. Long story short, my mom got there way before I did and didn't contact me to tell me that she had checked in or anything. So I'm like losing it because I'm like, she hasn't been answering her phone. Like, mm. I got my mama lost in San Francisco because she tried to take the bar in. She tried to be a little too independent. Okay. I told her, <laughs> Get an Uber from the airport. I'll pay for it. I don't care if it costs $100. I'll pay for it. No, no, no. I no, Maria's got it. She got it. Get to the get to the hotel. I kid you not. I open the hotel doors open and I walk in. And the guy at the front desk was like, oh my God, you must be Megan. And I'm like, <laughs> You're like, yes, stranger man, I am. Yeah, and he's like, I love your mom. She reminds mm-hmm. me of home. Oh, my God. And I'm thinking, what did what did she say to this man? What he, did she, she made him a meal? She, they, I guess we're just at the front desk kicking it, but that is very typical Maria. She mm-hmm. don't meet no stranger. She talks to everybody. Mm-hmm. Which I guess, sense. acorns and trees, right? Mm, that's exactly what I wanted to talk about. I was just about to say, so if anybody knows Dorothy Johnson, my mom, they know her. So it's not (laughs) like my mom is an open freaking book and she is, will meet everybody. She will party hard. One of my, Oh, I seen it. Yes. (laughs) At that wedding. And it, and there's no, like, it's just, we're going. One of my favorite memories is her coming to <laughs> visit me my senior year of college, <laughs> and, and 
I don't think this was the same time. One other time she came to visit me and we were underage, but because we were with somebody who was of age, which was my responsible mother, we were able to drink at Dave and Buster's, but that's a different story. But we went out because at this point, my senior year, we were 21 and we went like bar hopping with my mom. The end of the night, I just remember my mom, we were all drinking significantly. So we were all pretty intoxicated, except for my friend who drove. And we were like, we're leaving. And my mom was like, I'm hungry. And <laughs> she was like, we were like, well, we can get something to eat later, blah, blah, blah. And I had was stayed at the time I had a friend that worked at the bar I was at. So I was like talking to my friend and someone was like, your mom left and went to McDonald's. And I was like, what? what? <laughs> my mom left and went to McDonald's. My friend Karan, she went and got her car, pulled it up. So the McDonald's was right next to the club we were at. And then my mom literally told nobody, went to the McDonald's, got her food, went to Karan's car, got in the car, eating the Big Mac pieces flying everywhere. We're all drunk. So when we all get in Karan's car, car she's trying to get us home because she's not drunk. And <laughs> all of us are drunk, my mom included. The next day, we all wake up. We're all hungover. My mom's just skipping, doing her thing. You guys aren't okay? We're, like, dying. She's like, oh, new with this. Like... <laughs> My mom had left a mess in Karan's car. Like, it was just like, you were the worst one of all of us, and you over here. But I say all that to say, I am my mother's child as well. I, Girl, <laughs> I will be out. You. I will be loud. I am going to talk to everybody. You can't get me to leave a room. Yep. a big face. Like, all of the things that I'm always like, my mom is crazy and then like she leaves the room and I'm doing all the same things and that moment yes. you finally just have to be like yep I am like my mom yep yep oh some of the things that used to annoy the hell out of me growing mm -hmm. up I remember uh this is like real specific but my father had just passed away and my we went to the grocery store and my mom just starts talking to this complete stranger. I remember exactly where we were. This was at the old H-E-B for those of you who are in Texas. H-E-B? I went to an H-E-B in Texas once. It's the best. They have fresh tortillas there. The like, one I went to was different. Okay, but there should be a, there should be a grandmama in there making tortillas because We didn't explore much. It was different. But keep going. Okay. Anyways, this is the old one, and we were right by the bananas. I will never forget it, because my mom was talking to this stranger, and she always does this, so we're all just standing there, because we weren't allowed to leave, so we're just like, oh, I wish she'd be quiet, and then she just starts <laughs> going into it, and it's like, yeah, my kids, their father just passed away, I remember thinking, no, you did not, don't <laughs> random strangers and the lady was like, oh, of course, she was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And then the conversation just continued. And I remember thinking, like, I cannot wait to leave. Right. Why you got to talk to everybody? Why are that we still here? Me? Yeah. And why you got to tell them personal business? And look at old Meg now, okay? You can either Selling, find me. You just told that story on a podcast. I just told that story on a podcast, <laughs> okay? You can find me either silent in an Uber or... um crying and telling the uber driver all about my personal life okay it's mm. either or i'm hot or cold but 
we know where I get it from. My mama ain't mm-hmm. met a stranger. She's loud too. I'm going to be loud. There's mm-hmm. just nothing about it. Um, yeah. Extra friendly with all the people. Yes. And something else that used to annoy me was my mom. I felt like was overly involved in other folks' business sometimes. Oops. And then would be like, and you go somewhere what goes on in this house stays in this house and i'm thinking but you know everything else about everybody else um just sticking her nose in places where you'd be like oh Mm -hmm. leave me alone and now these days that Mm -hmm. takeover spirit Mm -hmm. just pray for me y'all just pray for me jesus (laughs) we gonna be hoping for you and your nose in other people's business business okay i need to i need to mind my matters over here dang i definitely <laughs> feel like stupid little stuff though like i yes. i like to make the bed in the morning and i was always like i don't know why my mom makes me do this but now i'm like why don't people do this why aren't people making their beds in the morning like, <laughs> or like i like to have an empty sink like oh yeah but that like in college i was like Psh, and now i'm like mm, no. <laughs> i will be late to wherever i'm supposed to go which is also a dorothy trait we are party people yes. Yes. Because I need to clean my sink. Like, I will be late. But I like to use that as an excuse. I'm sure there's tons of other things that led up to that. It's like a building block of things, making my bed, um, that leads me to being late. But, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> that moment when you accept, like, yep, we are each other. We we are. You you kind of have no choice. It just naturally it's comes. Genetic. It's genetics. Mm-hmm. And you're. it's so funny that you say that because there's – some cleaning stuff that I still to this day my mom is a big fan of bleach Mm, in everything like in everything so your house is like bleach dishwater uh laundry water I kid you not she has put it in bath water I'm not lying (laughs) yes she she don't care sorry Maria (laughs) I'm telling all the business see 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 See? (laughs) I can't help it um but I remember once we had, uh, there was a hurricane coming, which happens often. That's stuff again. And she made us mop the floors of the house before we left to evacuate. And I'll never forget, because my brother said it, like, <laughs> angsty teen, mom, why are you making us mop the floor when the hurricane's going to just wipe the whole house out? And my mom got like an inch away from his face and was like, I said, mop the floor. And I had never been that terrified <laughs> in my life. I was like, I'm mop it. I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> Jerry, she's about to choke you out. You're not going to make it to evacuation. You're going to get evacuated right here. Right here. You're about to get evacuated straight to the Lord. Because <laughs> yes. you're running that mouth. But yeah, like little things like that that I'm like, why is that so important to you? which now we find ourselves doing because keeping my floors clean is a huge thing for me see it's so funny even in the midst of a hurricane or a natural disaster or or the rona um it's so funny but like as a kid that stuff was so annoying so then i found myself thinking what did I think moms were supposed to be like, though? Like, you know, when you're like, oh, why is she like this? Oh, why do you got to do this? Like, what did we think? Like, why? Like, what did we think moms were like? <laughs> like, I don't know. Probably like our friends' moms, which yeah, also is interesting because I feel like there's kind of a dichotomy there, too, of like, 
depending on culture. So I would go over to some people's houses and their moms would be <clears throat> stay-at-home moms baking cookies when we got there. And I'd just be like, see, this is the life I want to live. Oh, right. See, I had a best friend. And so, you know, you have those friends where like their parents are your parents. Listen, it got to a point. I would go to this girl's house. We had chores. We, (laughs) (laughs) you and Jess aren't leaving until y'all do this. Can y'all clean the kitchen? Y'all need to do this. Jess is saying, you know, Sundays are when you guys have to do this. Like, I felt I knew her, like, and I knew what her mom liked. Like, the specific, (laughs) specific Mm. stuff. I just remember one time we were cleaning the bathroom at my Mm. friend's house, and I put her loofah on the ground. Her mom comes in and says, you put my loofah on the floor? <laughs> no, Why I, you put that woman's loofah on the floor like that? How am I supposed to know? Where are you supposed to hang it when you clean the bathroom? Like, we were still, at my house, we were still using wash rags. I was like, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, <laughs> yeah, we, don't, we didn't use no loofahs at the house. That's true. Oh my God. I'll never, you put my loofah on the floor? then we got to do all the fun stuff at her house so it was like a trade like I felt her house she had her own phone line she had her own like they had internet not on the like on the dial-in like they had cable internet like they had they had good movies her mom liked to go shopping like but then she would complain because she like, my mom will be shopping all day. Like, we'll be done shopping and she'll still be shopping. And then we have to sit there and wait for her. I'll be like, but at least we get to go to the mall. My mom did not like shopping. I did not have my own phone line. Like, all of these things. So I was like, I'll do the chores to be at her house and, and do all these fun things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a trade-off. But meanwhile, she was like, no, this is not fun. Like, <laughs> <laughs> It is. Yeah. I would grow up with some people whose houses seemed so fun and would go over there and be like, yeah, this is my idea of a mom. And then mm-hmm. other friends' houses where our moms would be similar. And I'm like, okay, this is too much of the same. Yeah. But it's, it's funny too, because even as a black person, I feel like this has come up so often of like shared experiences, even though you weren't necessarily in the same house. Mm-hmm. So same commentary, mm-hmm. same different things our parents say that you just are like okay I always joke around like is there a black parent class that these people go to before you leave the hospital it's like okay you got these 10 things down that you need to say okay these are the top these are the top things you need to let your child know you are not one of their little friends I'm okay? not yes. I'm not you don't go and talk to me I'm not one of your little friends yes. I'm not one of your little friends okay yeah. mom's favorite thing too if I would say well somebody else is so-and-so's parents are letting them do this well I'm not so-and-so's mama right and you not so-and-so you so what so-and-so. what goes on in here is what Maria said okay okay it's what Maria okay. says I will be quiet says. <laughs> what Maria says I know I was trying to think I was like I feel like my mom just said the same regular stuff but I was also a goody two-shoes kid like you know me too kind of yeah so like my I like brother to follow was, rules. yes mm-hmm mm-hmm so I don't think I got a lot of the talking to's, but I know the talking to's. I heard them at my friend's house or outside <laughs> from the neighbors or like, yeah, like you heard it. For sure. Yeah. All the, my mom said all of them and she's country. So there's a little of those extra ones sprinkled in mm-hmm. too. 
So my mom would always say, this is a, bo a bonus question. I want people to answer in the comments, okay? Ain't nobody gonna know. The, oh, you sure? My mom would always say, I'll show you fat meat is greasy. Or she'd say, see, now, now you don't believe fat meat is greasy. <laughs> so if you know what like, that means, I want you to write it in the comments. Please, people. I don't know that phrase at all, but I'm from China. I'm not going to explain it. I'm going to see who knows. Mm -mm. And we're going to bring it up the next time. Mm -mm. Okay? Because mm -mm. there might just be a winner. <laughs> mm -mm. But people did, my mom did, don't be telling people our business or like, Wait, don't, don't embarrass me. But yep. we were, so <laughs> Megan and I were talking offline about that. Why we all, all the things we think of mama saying are like punitive. And like, <laughs> <laughs> and like, we're always in trouble. Like, why are we always in trouble? Like, so then I was trying to think of the positive stuff and I did ask other people and everybody came up with the same thing. Like, just something about my baby. Like, yes, that's my baby. Yes, yeah, baby. That's yeah. my baby. No, that's my baby. You know, my baby did. That's my baby. And Megan said something like, at all the graduations. <laughs> at all the graduations. Being told, politely being told, um, can you please hold all applause and screaming um, until the very end of the graduation so they everyone can hear did. their child's name? They never did. I don't, I don't even know why they said that anymore. Just let the graduation be 18 hours long. Right, because it's done. At our graduation, done. people had air horns. <laughs> I wish I was lying, but the real one. <laughs> yeah, yes, my graduation baby, was yes. 740 people. That's how big my senior class was. They said they all those it. names? They said all those names. Now, it was a little rapid fire. They were like, Megan Mack, Matthew Mathinson, whatever, <laughs> who came next? <laughs> it was quick, but they said all those names, and they dared mm. not tell Maria Mack and the rest of our country cousins to not be clapping, please. Mm -mm. Matthew Matheson just had to keep walking and hope he, you heard his name. No, we Nobody had 124. We had 124. They said, I think by the time we graduated, it was like probably like 117. But they said every name. Mm. And we heard every, yes, that's my baby. <laughs> but then it's also awkward when it's, you know, Jane Jacobson. <laughs> Stacey Ann Williams. Yes, Stacey Ann, Stacey Ann! Like, you know, that's my yeah. baby. That's my baby. That is my baby. I Do love it. Do you have it. any favorite, like, moms from movies or TV? Ooh, that's a good question. Everybody's going to say Claire. No, okay. Oof. Claire Huxtable going to see the ratchet. But I was not a super fan of the Cosby show. It's all right. But I'm never like, ooh, I gotta catch an episode of the Cosby show. Well, of I do love not. her though. We we you know, we watched it in later. As a woman though, yes, I feel like there's a lot to learn from her. I liked her. The day she went off on Vanessa for going to see the ratchet. <laughs> That's my favorite. You could see at the end of that talk, because Vanessa was still giving excuses. She went right up to her and said, you could be lying right up to me right now. You go to bed and got this close to her face, this close. And that's an, and the audience. That's when they had live studio audience. I remember the woman in the audience going, ooh. <laughs> Love it. Love it. I would say I really liked 
Dark Skin on Viv. And oh, what was the mom's dance. name on um, Family Matters? <gasps> Winslow. Um, Winslow's, yeah. What is her name? This is Winslow. I liked her. She was Carl sassy. was the dad. Harriet. Harriet Winslow. Yes. Oh, she was yes. not to be played with either. No. And everybody's favorite mama, I feel like, is Jennifer Lewis. I love her in anything she does. Oh, Lester, don't make me get ethnic on you. Oh, she is everybody's mama. She is everybody's mama and always, like, the same mom. Just super sassy, yes. but, like, in dressed everything. cute in everything. everything. I want to say she was the mom in the Little Richard movie, too. Oh, was she? Which is also a good, hilarious movie. But yeah, those are probably my top moms for a variety of reasons. I feel like the episodes that they had, they always had like really good heart-to-hearts with their kids, which I think is important to show because it's not always represented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Jennifer Lewis. There was, um, so I was listening to another podcast and they brought up Mother Love. It was a talk show. But I also think she had a sitcom where she was on a radio show. It came on after the Torkelsons. Now, no one watched the Torkelsons. I've never heard of that in my life. It's fine. Dorothy Jane Torkelson, she sat in the bed. I feel like we've had this talk. Dorothy Jane Torkelson, she sat in her room. (laughs) She had a bay window, and she would look up at the man in the moon, and she would tell him stuff like a diary. Um, So, Mother Love, after the Torkelsons, had a show about like people would call into the radio. So kind of like a Frasier before okay. the Frasier. Cause you know, kind of like living single and friends. So right. <laughs> yes, Mother Love was doing a show. And I was like, oh, that was a that was a good one too. Anywho. I, I barely remember her. Hmm. We gotta compile a list of like celebrity and famous mo- movie moms. Like, I feel like I can't even think of movie moms. See? Yeah. Yeah, the one that comes to mind, I mean, in this, maybe it's because it's mom? one of my favorite movies. Girl, no. The Color <laughs> Purple. I'm talking about Miss Seeley. Oh my gosh, Miss Seeley. Because she was, she ended up being a whole bunch of things. If you haven't seen the movie, you might want to fast forward. But you ain't got no excuse. It's like 30 years yeah, old. Yeah, I was going to say, um, you haven't seen the movie, you read the book. Yeah. Or not, I don't know. Yeah, her journey into motherhood was like traumatic, and then she got married, and then had stepchildren, and then... Dang, that's re- the mom you think of first. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am with the emotions and feelings and trauma. Yes. Oh my god. That's probably because it's my favorite movie. That's my point. Is it? Oh my god, I love that movie. Oh my goodness. Mm. My favorite movie is The Wood. That didn't have a lot of What? A lot of, I love The Wood. Rude. I, I <laughs> sorry, that was rude. I shouldn't there's no judgment. You can like whatever movie you want. That was all judgment. It's too late. It already happened. You can't erase it. I heard you. Sorry, boo. Sorry. But anywho, I can't think of a movie mom. We're gonna have to mm. do some research. We're going to have to do some research and circle back to all the cool moms. Cool movie moms. Cool but movie moms. In the meantime, while we're talking about media, <laughs> let's, 
take it to Megan's Music Corner. Megan's Music Corner. All right. So I picked an artist this week um, who I really like. I was introduced to her, I'm going to say 2013, maybe. I was working, I'm telling you the whole life story, but I was working somewhere and um, I was working for a professor and one of his students was like, just telling me about this new artist that he heard. And he was like, I think you'll like her. She's like very ethereal. Like, I don't, mm. I don't remember the exact phrasing he used, but he was just explaining that like, ethereal. She, she, she said his exact words were like, she's as turnt as Beyonce one plus one turn. And I was like, well, that's not very turned at all, but no. like that song does have a little bit of something to it. So I'm like, what do you mean? And then I listened to her, <laughs> and I was like, okay, I get it, because she does have a couple fast-paced songs, but this one is not one. Anyway, I want to hear it. This song is called "She," and the artist's name is Laura Mouvla. Spelled M V L A. Um, and I really think it just speaks to the power of women, which I will get back to in just a second. But in the meantime, let's hear a little bit of the song. Let's hear it. Okay, so that was the chorus. I'm going to take you back to just a random part of the verse just so you can hear her, like, actual singing voice. Yeah. So here we go. So, bits and pieces of that song, I would highly suggest to listen to the whole thing. I wish I could play the whole thing, but it's a couple minutes long. Um, I chose that song because the main lyrics of the chorus say that she don't stop. Like, that's pretty much what she keeps repeating. Mm -hmm. And the first time I heard it, I just really connected with it because I feel like there's such a power of being a woman, and this leads into our next topic anyways, but... um, such a power of being a woman and such a lot that we have to deal with and bear. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I feel like not stopping is such a key quality that a lot of our moms, aunties, women we look up to have uh, and that we carry on from generation to generation. So Mm -hmm. that's why I chose that song. She, because I feel like it's truly representative of a woman and I love it. Yes. So yes. which is perfect for Mother's Day episode. Yes. And I um <clears throat> usually co- co- connect with a couple friends on Mother's Day uh, because we all had some interesting relationships with our mothers. And then one of my good friends, her mother has passed away. So I just bring that up to say that for some people, any d- a day honoring certain people can be um, a little bit difficult if you have someone that you love that has passed away. So 
we do want to recognize that for people who might be going through that um and understand that we we understand as well um and something I brought up last year was that what I also really loved about being a woman is I feel like even if you don't have a child I feel like we all mother in some way because mm-hmm. we all have that nurturing quality mm-hmm. which also makes me really proud and happy to be a mother um so whether it's for people like us who work at a hospital and have to help children navigate some really difficult things mm-hmm. that's a nurturing thing similar to a mother we're not taking the place of their mom but in some places we like physically are places parents can't go we're mm-hmm. their hand holder we're their uh, cheerleader, where their voice mm-hmm. of reason, where the the eyes that they can look into, mm-hmm. um, and in friendships, uh, just think about like mm-hmm. all the women who have helped lift you up, mm-hmm. do things that that you would expect your mother to do. So mm-hmm. I just love it. Um, which leads me, like I said, back to mother daughter relationships. So for me personally, when I was growing up. Ooh, I had lots of thoughts and feelings about my mom, okay? She mm. couldn't do nothing right in my head. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there were some good qualities that I saw, even at the time. Like, I was like, okay, she's a hard worker. But emotionally, I was just like, this ain't it. Like, we mm-hmm. just get into it too much. We argue too much. Mm-hmm. I really, truly wanted her to be perfect and better. I'm saying that with air quotes um, in ways that I wanted to be, wanted her to be. Mm-hmm. Uh which just created a, a weird gap space between us that really has not resolved until recently. Um, and I was putting so much pressure on her to do the changing that it was really bad. Mm. Like I said, up until recently, I really had to turn inward and be like, okay, what can you change? Because when I... No, Megan, you're frozen. Oh, you're unfrozen. Oh. <laughs> Oh my God. Keep going. We'd be freezing. Okay. Um, when it all boils down to it, parents are people, right? Mm-hmm. And every person in your life is going to disappoint you in some way, make you angry in some way, misunderstand mm-hmm. you, etc. Uh, but I feel like oftentimes we don't have grace for our parents in that yes. same way. Because we think they're supposed to be the all-knowing. Right. They're the perfect person. They are the one that's raising us. So if they're raising us, they better have it all together. They better have it all together. Mm -hmm. Now that I'm an adult and of childbearing age, I'm Mm -hmm. like, uh, if the Lord dropped a baby in my lap tomorrow, there's going to be some problems. You know what (laughs) I mean? Like, I'm not perfect. So how can I expect Mm -hmm. someone else to be perfect and raise me perfect? Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just, I'll just say for me personally, it's very complex. What about you? Yeah. Growing up. <laughs> yes. Yes. I was definitely um yes. I too. So my dad, we we talked about this also prior to this, but my dad died when I was 12. So it was myself, my mom and my brother, which when you do lose a caregiver, there is always like a weird it's it shifts the dynamics in the house, especially since yeah. you already live with that person and vice versa like everybody's lived with that person in their lives so then everything kind of shifts so I feel like of course after that point everything really shifted so then you know as a kid I'm just like you're still my mom like you still gotta act up not thinking act right like not thinking that 
my mom just lost her spouse. She's grieving. She's going through things like I cannot imagine losing my spouse. Like I hope yeah. I don't have to like, so, but as a kid, I was 12 and I was like, <laughs> and also nope. 12 yep. is a terrible age for girls. Like I just feel like it is it's like, so trash. Teens, tweens are the worst, like emerging teens. So then there's already like this weird relationship and dynamic then. And that's also when I'm becoming like who I think a woman should be because I'm 12. So <laughs> I guess that's what I'm doing. You're um, ready for womanhood. Yes. I'm ready for womanhood. Buy me my bra. Like, <laughs> so, and my mom was always like real chill. My mom's very honest. Like my mom was not an uptight mom. Except for that time, she didn't let me go to the phone party. But like she was, she's a very like down to earth. But I still, like, we always butt heads, like, so much. And I don't think she butt heads with me. Like, I think she would just, like, just, just stop. And I was just like, no, mom, you are awful. I just can't. Like, I think back, and I was like, mm. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, me too. Mm. What was I doing? And I, I I had friends that were like, mm, you were, your mom's nice. Like, you were acting up but I think we also in the back of our minds like both of our minds like we knew we were all still grieving like we yeah. you don't the grieving doesn't end so like it was weird and so I think there was that grace that we were both giving each other like like you said she parents aren't perfect trying to mm -mm. think about you were managing finances with two people now you're just managing it by yourself for you and your whole your children that you thought you were gonna raise with somebody else like you know those things I'm like, she don't do nothing right. We don't have this. We don't have that. She didn't do this. She didn't do that. Like, where did I get the expectation that she was supposed to have that? Like, you know, yeah. like, just other things. So yes, definitely very complex. Um, I think we definitely didn't have a close relationship. I think we had a close relationship, but not as close as I perceive other people's relationships to be. Like, even now, mm. like, my mom and I talk once a week, and that's good for me. I'm not a talker. Like, I don't talk on the phone. It would probably yeah. be different if she lives here. I think if she were, like, closer, I would probably see her one to three to five times a week. Like, yeah, I just don't do phones. Like, I don't do well. So, which is ironic because here we are on podcast. But, <laughs> like, I think sometimes I think, like, now we're definitely closer and can have those conversations. But I do think honestly we're still grieving like I think there's still things like even like dating to engagement to marriage to planning a wedding to planning a family like all of those things that I'm doing now there's always in the back of my mind like hmm this is what my mom did but she did this with my dad and now my dad's not here like there's just weird things that I think I don't know like it kind of like has this weird like you said there's still this weird gap in our relationship but we're close like I can tell my mom anything I could call her for anything she's still down to party or do whatever down for if I were to tell her any story like nothing would ever be crazy to her like there's never a time that I like if I were to say yeah mom I got real wild I got arrested the other day it was crazy but I'm home now she's like what isn't it weird to get arrested like that would be a few weeks ago like I got pulled over or not a few weeks it was a while ago no one's getting pulled over now but I got like something weird happened I was speeding for sure and my mom was like isn't it crazy when you get pulled over because it's like I knew I was speeding but I didn't think I get caught and I was like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like there's nothing I like I could tell her literally anything um but yeah I do agree like I think now we're at that point where it's like but I'm not one of those like I know people that talk to their mom every day like and yeah. I mm -mm. 
I think my mom is still my mom. Like some people are like, my mom is my best friend. Like I don't have that relationship with her, but that's okay. Like, I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think our relationship is anything wrong. Um, But it's definitely complex. And I think it's all of the other components of it. Like just, yeah. There's a lot of things that, you know, when a person raises you and then whatever happens in that lifetime of them raising you and yeah. (laughs) it's it's a lot no it's It's a lot lot. and what you said is so true I'm glad that you said that especially about the moms being the best friend thing but that's okay is I think for me it was a lot of comparison of like Mm -hmm. so and so seems super close to their mom they literally tell them everything like I remember people being like I told my mom about my first time and I'm thinking like you told your mom about I would never those words would never leave my mouth but it's like okay everybody's relationship is different and Mm -hmm. that's okay Mm -hmm. I'm very similar to you of like I don't need to talk on the phone to my mom all the time once again I think if we were living close to each other it would be different because she lives close to my sister and they are just chatting it up all the time but (laughs) for me I'm like I don't need that like I can go a week or two without talking to her and we'll, she might text me, like something small like that, but I don't need that two hour long phone conversation to keep yes, in touch no. with her. Yeah. And yeah, it's definitely evolved over time because as I got, got older, it just grew to understand more, mm-hmm. which is another thing she, she says too, is keep on living. Okay. Keep on living. Talk to me when you experience <laughs> X, Y, Z. And I'll be like, girl, be quiet. But now I'm like, okay, I get it. Because right. even as a young single managing my finances like you said I'm like ooh, I'd be struggling with that but I can't Mm -hmm. imagine being at the age I am right now my mom had all three of us and Mm -hmm. was about to enter into a divorce and then my father passed a few years later so it's like I can't imagine having to navigate all of that on a um LVN nurse salary right and then we moved like we moved from California to Texas and I can't imagine that either. Like starting over with three small kids and your youngest is like one and a half. Like what? What? It's just a lot. And so looking back, I have to give her her props because I'm like, okay, you did that sis. you did that. No, it wasn't perfect. But when I look at how the three of us turned out, you know, I'm proud. My brother's in the military doing well. My sister's married. She's Mm -hmm. her, her and her husband have a house. Like, everybody's got college degrees we're all making a living for ourselves Mm -hmm. and successful in the ways that we want to be successful and I think that's Mm -hmm. the key I definitely yes it's definitely the key and it sounds I mean you guys are doing phenomenally um (laughs) but it also yeah like I think as we get to the age where we're like our parents were this age like that's when you start having these realizations of like we were rude (laughs) We were rude. How dare we intrude and ask mom what's for dinner after work? I dare somebody to be in my house ask me for what's for dinner after I get off this work with these masks on. Like, don't. Or not taking out the chicken all yes, the time. The chicken, she taking would tell out us to chicken. take out the chicken. And I'm over here watching Cartoon Network. Shame right. on me. I could have just taken out that chicken because I know I'd be pissed when I forget to take out my chicken. <laughs> but I think also it's kind of, I'm in this weird. So it's, it's interesting because it was me and my brother. So there was one boy, one girl, one mm-hmm. older, one younger. Like there were very distinguished relationships between the two of us with my mom, just be, in nature. Like, you know, the mom has a different relationship with the daughter than with the son and like then with the oldest and the youngest. But I, so I now am in this life of marriage. 
So then there come in-laws. So, oh, yeah. 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 So it's That's definitely interesting to be in a relationship and have a relationship with another mother because it's yeah. different than like, like, I feel like even thinking back to what I was saying earlier, like when I used to go to my friend's house, like her mom was my mom. Like, it'd be like, yeah, mom, what's, yeah, that's my other mother. Like she knew where to pick me up from if I needed to get picked up. If I was acting up, she knew where to put me in line. Like, but when somebody actually becomes like, they're essentially a mother figure to you too, because you are marrying their child. It's definitely an interesting relationship. And then especially, so Brandon is one of three boys. So I'm the boy mom. She's a boy mom. And I remember the first time us hanging out was we went apple picking his mom and I within like the first (laughs) year. And then we went apple picking that year and so it was apples and pumpkins. And then we did Christmas cookies. We did all of these things. And I was like, who'd you do this with before? And she's like, nobody sometimes boys. so like <laughs> you know that like the evolve like we go shopping we would go out to lunch we did paint parties like where you go to like paint the pottery but all of these things are not things my mom would do like it's yeah. just, I mean my mom took us to the pumpkin patch and like that kind of stuff but like not like she was not a craft mom she hated shopping like she just was like a fun like she could throw a good birthday party but like it's interesting to have a relationship with a different mom who has a different style of momming and then also balancing that because you still have your mom. So then thinking about the feelings as a female, like, okay, I raised you. You don't, don't embarrass me. Like, (laughs) and don't act up. Don't act brand new with this new lady. Cause you think, cause she's your mom too. Like we, we still over here, like, you know, trying to think like, like, you know, that balance of, okay, this is another mom in my life and I have my mom, but then, yeah. So it's definitely interesting having a mother daughter relationship with someone who's never had a daughter because it's kind of like, she's like, like I, I mean, I'm sure this is what grandparents feel like. It's like, I can't wait to buy girl things. Like, (laughs) at Christmas, my stock can be packed. And she's probably like, I never got to buy anybody the stuff. Like, (laughs) that is hilarious. Interesting. Because, I mean, I don't even know what it was like to have a mother that has two daughters. That's you. And then a son. Yeah. Being cute. Yeah. I know it's it's interesting because my sister is in a similar situation as you. Her husband's her husband is one of two boys, so um, she was just talking about that too of when she got married, like having to navigate an in law and um, like interacting with his mother because she's like, man, her personality is so different from mom's, which of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, that's so true. Like I never sat there and thought about how that would be like to navigate that relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, the person who raised your significant other, <laughs> right? Especially if they didn't have girls, yeah. It's definitely yeah, that's funny. Yeah, but hmm. moms, mamas. <laughs> How do you think? This is another lofty feelings question. How do you think your relationship with your mom, and I'll include some other mother figures if that's applicable, has affected your adult relationships with other women now? So, I mean, mm. I know you just talked about your in-law, your mother-in-law, which I think is great, but like, as far as like friendships or bosses, I'm just trying to think outside the box here. Like, how do you think mm. your relationship has affected 
your other relationships? I don't know. So <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like, I feel like there's people, I don't know. Like I've always had a lot of close female friends, a lot, a yeah. lot. But my mom yeah. also had a lot of girlfriends. Like that was like what I saw growing up. Like my mom would have, she always said, have chips and wine in your house because you never know when your friend needs to stop by. She would have like, it could be a Thursday night. Well, that's not, that's not fair because my mom's favorite day of the week was Thursday because the next day was Friday. So she would always <laughs> act, it could be a Tuesday night and somebody would just be at our house like, oh, Auntie Charlene's having a bad day. She's coming over. And I'd be like, okay, chips and salsa and wine. They were out there in the kitchen on a school night. Like, <laughs> so I definitely think my mom encouraged this, like, you're there for other females. You are there for other women. You are there. Like, I know there's people that are like, I don't get along with other girls. I only get along with guys. Or like, I have a few small, like, I have small circles. Like, I do not have small circles. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have very large circles of friends. I have a number of group chats with girl friends. Like, I... And I do think my relationship with my mom has encouraged me to be an ally to all women whenever they need me, if they need me, and to be ready for them to need me. Um, so I do think that does affect me in the workplace. Like, I feel like I have a lot of close work friends from current, previous, and <laughs> probably, I don't know, current and previous jobs. But I also made a lot of friends in college, a lot of friends in my school work, like class like in college like all over the place in high school like I just feel like yeah that definitely did influence it that way yeah but I, I like know. that <laughs> yeah I don't know I definitely I, do think that yeah I I was not prepared to answer that question myself oh, so that's, why I you asked. That's, why I put, <laughs> that's why I put the ball in your court but I'm loving that answer because it's as you were speaking, I'm sitting there thinking of like all the uh, examples I could think of as too. Yeah, because my mom was very helpful and there was kind of like a girl code of like, no, you take care of other people, you help other people out. Um, and I'm the same, like I'm not, I'm definitely a girlfriend. I don't have a lot of guy friends, but yes. I have tons of girlfriends that I'm close with. So um, <laughs> yeah, I can relate to that. It's you relatable relate. to me. <laughs> yes, mamas. 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 And then my final question. Ooh. What? I know, like an interview, but I just want to talk about all the things. Um, As we kind of wrap this up and get to the root of it, if you will, um, (laughs) thinking about ourselves and and how much we've grown, um, what do you want to provide to our daughters one day? That could be literally more figuratively. I said literally oh. or figuratively. <laughs> There'll still be young women in your life, ma'am. <laughs> I do think, I do, I, I, so <laughs> another thing, my mom is loud, figuratively and like literally. Like, I feel like my mom is loud. You can hear her in the grocery store at a party. Same with me. I tell my patients yeah. when I go in their room, you, you know, if you ever need me, you'll see me, but you'll probably hear me first. I say that all the time, and it's always accurate. I'm yelling down the halls of hospitals. Sounds inappropriate, but keeps it real. Um, it like that. But also, my mom was a, and continues to be a big advocate for people. She was, so I, she was a teacher. She advocated for the kids with the most needs, the less, the less 
least resources. She advocated for teachers. She was always talking about, I knew the word grievances before I knew anything. And I did not know what <laughs> grievances were. She was always talking about teacher grievances. She was always talking about that. And I think in this world, I think we all as women still continue to try to be nice versus have strong voices. Mm. I think we would rather, and I mean, there's tons of stuff about this. I think we'd rather be perceived as being a team player rather than being perceived as having a strong voice. And I have told stories to people that I have been told by bosses that, you know, you have to be careful when you think you're advocating, you could be being an adversary, but I feel like that's the voice of somebody who does not like it when someone's advocating for others. You know, like I am quick to express and maybe I'm not always right, but if I think something is not equitable or not okay, I like to speak up and say it. And I will say it to whoever's in the room. Like, I don't feel like I'm somebody who's afraid to speak up. And I definitely think I got that from my mom. And I hope that that's something that I could pass on to future women whether it's colleagues that come um, to work with me, whether it's friends that are having trouble speaking up to their partners, to their parents, to their, like, and if somebody thinks like, Jess, that's not like you, you need to speak up. Like, I, I want to make sure that my voice is being heard and not in an arrogant way, but in a way that if something's not right, it's being said. Wow. Love it. Love it. Go, Megan. Answer the dang question. <laughs> you always be saying stuff that's just so good. Um, I think what I would love to pass on to my daughter is boundaries. Um, Ooh, good answer. Yeah. So even even in my relationship with my mom, I think that's the newness of it all is uh, uh, learning appropriate boundaries with each other of like relearning. Hey, now I'm an adult. And you're also an adult. You're still my mom and I'm still your child, but I'm not a child. So we have to develop boundaries. And um, I was just talking to another friend about this with her relationship with her father, but I was just saying like, you can't expect your parents to change Mm -hmm. or you can't expect to change your parents rather. Mm -hmm. Um, You have to get to a point where you're feeling like, okay, even if there's something I don't like and they never change, I have to be okay with it not saying it's okay but I have to be okay with it and accept this is part of that person but come up with the correct boundary so you're not getting hurt by that per se Mm. so um anyways I think that's important for women to have just in general because I feel like a lot of times we get socialized to not have boundaries Mm. or you just find yourself slipping into that zone so whether it's you have kids and then you find yourself being like who am I anymore or you know, you have no boundaries at work and you're just doing all this extra and accepting this, that, and the other, not speaking up when you need to speak up, etc. So I would love to pass that on to my daughters or uh, other young women out there of just having boundaries for your mind, your body, everything mm-hmm. um, that, that you have some control. We don't just have to accept any old thing that comes our yes, way. Yes, we are in control. We are in control. We are in control. Hey. We are in control. I see how you tried to lighten that up with the twerk music after you gave us something. You know, I love to shake that thing, okay? (laughs) 
groceries with these kneecaps, honey. Stop Stop it. It. <laughs> Why you shake these kneecaps? You're not gonna knees together? Like what? <laughs> Speaking of shaking, what's shaking uh, in your world of living well and looking fine, honey? So since it's Mother's Day, um, I think I wanted to just talk, I think. I know I just wanted to talk about um ways to promote good health without bullying. I think what you talking, girl. So mom you can't change (laughs) we I feel like you know at a certain age when we start like you said we are your child but we are not a child so we start caring and wondering like how are you taking care of your health especially for our older parents grandparents etc etc but sometimes they're in their ways so I just wanted to kind of give a little tip about Promoting good health does not need to be bullying. You do not need to tell your parents, stop eating that seven times a week. Stop doing this. You need to go move more. You need to get out that chair. There are ways to encourage family and friends to make healthy choices without being a bully. So sometimes it's just talking about what you're doing without insinuating that they need to do it too. Sometimes Mm. it's giving good like just saying like oh I might just go for a walk maybe I'll just talk to you while I walk you know just giving ideas here and there my mom used to do jazzercise all the time that was like her thing back in the (laughs) 90s that was our thing she went to jazzercise that's so classic like 80s 90s she wore a leotard they were cute with the (laughs) leggings um and then you know like I said when my dad died it was hard for her to get back into a routine and right now She's been, I want to say for like a year and a half, maybe two years, she's been faithful to just going out and walking. And that's, I, you know, we all wonder like, how are people going to stay healthy, that kind of thing. But it was just, you know, I heard you talking about all the times you go to CrossFit. I mean, I could take 10 minutes to go for a walk and then 10 minutes turned into 20 minutes. Then it turned into, I'm going to run, walk a specific distance. And it's, she just feels so much better. She, and it's not from me the person who does CrossFit six times a week and does yoga and this and that, like, I don't need to talk to her about diet and all of that. Like, it's just giving her ideas and just saying like, oh, I did this this day. Or like, you know, one of the others, oh, actually Megan Mack for my wedding gift got me an egg, um, the egg boiler. Yes. (laughs) It was like, it boils the eggs. I don't know what it's called. I use it all the time. When my mom was here, she saw me using it because I make use it at the beginning of the week to make my eggs for the week. She went and bought one and she was like, my doctor noticed a change in my cholesterol from eating the eggs. Like that's been like so good and my protein's gone up. And I, that was just like, oh mom, this is just something I do. Like, you know, it doesn't always have to be that we're bullying our parents or bullying our family or bullying our friends into making healthy decisions. Sometimes what they see or what they hear, they're still absorbing. Even if, you know, she's, still doing other things that I probably don't do or like may not be the best health ideas for her but like every little bit little by little little becomes a lot and just those small things she saw me doing or heard me doing she was able to translate and then you know that kind of thing so we don't have to bully each other and even for your friends it doesn't just have to be for older people you don't have to bully your sister or brother into doing more things because you feel like hey you need to take care of yourself you need to do this sometimes just talking about what you're doing or just talking amongst yourself you never know what they're going to absorb and do so don't bully good health amen and that's on that honey and that's on that and that is don't worry about my hair 
that's it. Yo mama edition. Yo mama. Um, well, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Like we said, make sure mm-hmm. that you comment under our post. Okay. Mm-hmm. That helps us in the Instagram algorithm. I just have to say that out loud. So even when I you like a that. post, yeah commenting bumps us up in the um instagram algorithm so drop so we don't heart. ask y'all more questions we are okay because i found we'll a show list. you that fat meat is greasy That's i don't still don't do. know what that means but <laughs> i found a list of the popular moms and y'all be darned okay but i will say harriet claire and um aunt viv are on this list see but so we is steel ball but Oh, she was a good mom. She was a good mom. There were definitely, you know, the J- June Cleavers and all of that. But I don't know them people. You know the Cleavers. Leave it to Beaver. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. But um, there were also Gilmore Girls Mom. I didn't watch that show, but very famous. Oh, I do like that show a lot. They were kind of enmeshed in their relationship, though. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other story, child. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of moms in here. Even the mom, the lady from Kill Bill, because she's a mom. I can't. <laughs> but we say all that to say, leave us comments. Let us know how we're doing. If y'all got top. Oh, the mom from Good Times. Florida, Florida Evans. Evans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and right damn, under her is Rose. <laughs> That's a classic right. one. I'm going to be here forever going through these moms. But the mom from Edward Scissorhands, that's a good mom. Anywho, she let him cut her hair. Okay, we got to go. It's bedtime, y'all. It is bedtime. Kate McAllister. Ma'am. From Home Alone. We, we need to go. She How left, she a good mom? She left her child at the house. She left her child at the house and then lost him in New York City. Anywho. Let robbers come up in there. Y'all, it's been real. Oh, it has been real. See you next time. Bye. Bye.